Um, Parashas Tetzave this week, the Siyata Dishmaya, is the parasha that discusses much of the Big Day Kahuna. It's a continuation from last week. Last week we started discussing the Nyanim of the, uh, the Mishkon and all the Kalim in the Mishkon. And uh, we even mentioned on Friday night the whole idea why we uh, spend so much detail, so much time on the Mishkon, which is seemingly not so negative to us. Whereas, you know, this was the question we asked, whereas building a sukkah, which is negative every single year, or buying a lot of an esuk, or eating matzah, is very negative. But we have like one posuk. And here we have like, not one posuk, not one parasha, parasha after parasha after parasha, discussing the Mishkan, which is an amazing, obviously, there's a lot that we can learn for our lives, and that's our job, is to try to derive the lessons of the parasha into our lives. So I want to, I want to talk about today uh, a story Right, we try every Thursday, if you've noticed, by the way, to, to, to mention it. it's a story really on the parasha, which obviously carries with it a message, and the message is all about that. What's that? Do you remember the parasha right now? No. So, um, the Pasuk says, in Gimel, yeah? Okay, speak to the Chachmeleiv, speak to the, the wise men over there, Right? The people that have a wise heart. It's an interesting thing. What's Pshat that the Torah wanted us specifically to speak to those that have a wise heart? There's a famous Chassam Sofer over here, by the way. The Chassam Sofer brings down, and the uh, Esav, it comes from the Chavis Alavavis before him. The Chavis Alavavis writes, actually, you know this. The Chavis Alavavis says that the Rabbi Nishram created every single person with like a seed of Chachmah. And just like a seed, needs to be developed right? you can't take a seed and just put it on a random floor it's generally not going to work that way right? somebody called me this week and he was worried about Shmita he threw a bunch of seeds on the floor and then he's like oh my gosh Shmita you can't just do that right? so I asked him where it was and it wasn't the gay because it wasn't going to sprout and take root anyway but the idea is you can't just take a seed drop it and off you go it needs to be watered it needs to be in the right environment it needs to be nurtured and then eventually it will sprout and become a beautiful plant right? says the Chavisal of others so too every person was given a seed of Chochmah and it's up to you to, to nourish it, to make it flourish, to make it work. Okay? And what some Sofa is telling us is that the Rabbani Shem specifically told us to talk to Hashem Chochmah, meaning those people that use their Chochmah, they develop their Chochmah, they're interested in it. But I want to mention a Gavaldiga Maisa about Chochmah and speaking to those people that are chachomim, that are wise. Very interesting story. There was one of the Vizhnitsa Rebbe's, it's a Gavaldiga Maisa, this one. It might, be, it might even be a famous Maisa because this is such a Gavaldiga Maisa. Okay, Asha, tell me if it's a famous Maisa. Okay, it's a beautiful story. Is Zevi with me? Okay, Gavaldiga Maisa. The Vizhnitsa Rebbe used to take walks with his Gabba, which many of the Rebbe's used to do. You take walks with the Gabba, fresh air, exercise, whatever. So one time he was taking a walk and the Gabba noticed he was taking a very unusually long walk. This is much longer than the walk he would normally take. But of course, the Gabba's not going to say anything, right? right? So he just, okay, the Rebbe does it. You know, we go with the Rebbe. I like, get this, right? He's walking and walking and walking and walking. He's going outside the general, like the area, the shtetl where the Vishnets of people lived, where all the Hasidim are no longer. And he's walking, he's continuing walking to the boundaries where all these fancy big houses and rich people and everything. And the Rebbe stops makes his way over to one of the houses. Now, the government knows who lives over there. It's one of the, the owners of the bank. Very, very, very wealthy, powerful, influential fellow. And the rabbi seems to be going there. And he's like, huh? 
what's going on about? I've never seen this. I've been by the Rebbe for years. What is the Rebbe doing this? And, okay, he's not going to say anything, so he goes behind the Rebbe, and uh, the Rebbe knocks on the door. And the banker opens the door and is like, whoa, the Rebbe's by the door. Rebbe, Rebbe, come inside. Well, what can I get you? A glass of tea, whatever. So he made the Rebbe comfortable. And the banker sat there waiting for the Vishnitsa Rebbe to say what he wanted. Okay? So the banker was silent, the Vishnitsa Rebbe was silent, and the Gabba was silent because he also had no idea what was going on. So all sitting there in silence, like, um, so, yeah, anything can happen over here? So finally the Gabba sort of catches the eye of the banker, and the banker catches his eye, and the banker sort of like notions him saying, what does the Rebbe want from me? The Gabba's like, I have no idea. I don't know myself, I have no idea what we're doing over here. So the banker again, oh, chutzpah, he's not going to ask the Rebbe, Rebbe, what do you want? You know, that's how you speak. Anyway, so he um, sat there in silence for a bit longer. And after about five or ten minutes later, the Rebbe gets up, says, thank you very much for having me. And he starts walking out. They're like, what? What's going on over here? And obviously everyone follows through. Now the banker decides he's not going to say anything there, but he uh, respectfully walks the Rebbe back to his area. And he walks the Rebbe back all the way to his home. As the Rebbe has reached his home, he's by the door. The banker just could not contain his curiosity and he said, Rebbe, I'm really sorry. Please be my homie. But I didn't, want to, I didn't think it was respectful to ask while you were in my home. But I would like to ask the Rebbe now, what did the Rebbe come for? There's no, there's no reason why the Rebbe came to stand. There was obviously a reason. What was the reason? What was the reason why the Rebbe came? So the Rebbe stopped for a minute and he said like this. He said, Chazal tell us that just like there's a mitzvah to tell someone who will uh, to tell someone off who will listen to you there's also a mitzvah not to tell someone off if they're not going to listen to you and therefore he said very simply he said I had something I wanted to tell you however I knew you wouldn't listen to me therefore I wanted to make the mitzvah of not telling you so I came to the house not said anything left because I'm now you the mitzvah of not telling you because I know you're not going to listen to me so the banker says Rebbe, Rebbe no, come on, come on. what are we going to tell me He's like, well, what's the point? I'm not going to tell you because it's useless. You're not going to listen to me anyway. He's like, no, no, Rebbe, Rebbe, please. Maybe I will. You never know. Whatever, please, Rebbe. So he begged him. And the Rebbe stopped for a minute. The thing shakes his head backwards and forwards. And the Rebbe says, okay, fine, I'll tell you. He says, there's a woman in my area, one of my Hasidim, and she basically has a home which was mortgaged to the bank, and she's not been paying her bills. And the bank sent her a letter recently, to say that if you're not going to pay the bill in the next 30 days, we're going to evict you and all your children onto the streets, out of the home, and we will be repossessing the home. So I, what I wanted to ask you was, would you give her another year in the home, and hopefully we'll help to collect her money, and everything will be wonderful, right? You know, so that's what I want to tell you. The banker says, but Rebbe, you understand, I, I just can't do that. It's, you know, yes, I own the bank, but there's a whole, uh, you know, there's a whole situation, and there's a this, and there's a that. So Rebbe said, you see? told you you wouldn't listen to me and he turned around went into his room the guy followed him and they closed the door the banker took a very long walk home and he started thinking and the end of the story obviously is that this poor woman got more time with her children in the home but I think there's a Gavaldige site for what the Rebbe teaches us over here first of all Stamasai you know we've been learning but not had just like there's a, a, a mitzvah to tell someone if they will listen to sometimes there's a mitzvah not to say something in other words sometimes we have to learn when not to say something Right? It's also an important new site. And that comes from the parish of is that the Rabbanisha wanted to be to, to, to the, the speech should go specifically to someone who understands, who has Chachma. 
And that's a very, very important Yisrael. And again, remember from Saifa that every single person, like the Chodesh Rav says, has a, a gauge, has a seed of Chachma within him, and it's up to us to sprout it, to nourish it, to use it, and to develop it. That is the Maisa which I wanted to share with you.